House of Blurge presents There Will Be Spoilers. This set of There Will Be Spoilers, we will be re-spoiling, I guess. It's not really spoiling since... It's been out for a good... Yeah, like, and we've watched it several times. But Game of Thrones. So we're going to be doing Game of Thrones rewatches each week um, and probably spoil some of the shit on the end. Um, but this week, we are your hosts. This is Nicole. I'm Armani here. Got Armani here. And then we have special friend of the show sitting in his co-host as well this week, Mo. Hey, Welcome. yo. What's happening, people? So, you yourself are a super nerd um, and a TV and movie aficionado, so it's only fitting that you should be on the, uh, the There Will Be Spoilers for sure. I mean, you don't have to throw the super in there. You know, <laughs> but, you know I like to dabble in the nerdiness from, from on occasion. Dabble? You know? And so... No, I'm, I'm not dabbling, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I am one, but, you know, the super, you're taking a little far with the super. Mm. But I, I, I accept that. I accept that. I'm cool with it. I rock with it. If, if you have a Crunchyroll login, you're a super nerd. Uh, touche. Touche. Can't even, can't even front. <laughs> front. I definitely I definitely had a Crunchyroll, it's, and, it's, and it's thoroughly watched. There's a long list. It's not just Crunchyroll for one show. It's a few shows on there, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'll take that back. Anime nerds are a whole nother yeah. special <laughs> genre. Yeah. Right. Right. That, that, that catalog is ridiculous. Like, you can't, if you're a real anime nerd, like, that, that's a, it is a long catalog of shows and movies, and, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Hence, super. <laughs> hmm. So, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and jump right in. Episode one of Game of Thrones so we all watched this series when it first aired and have you know watched it multiple times since but i don't personally don't feel like i've ever actually sat down and dissected it as much as i have this week going back and rewatching it mm-hmm. so I'm starting to just notice some things that kind of started to stick out that i didn't notice before but it's kind of okay so episode one we meet we meet the starks mm-hmm. so that's 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 where it starts off at. We meet the Starks. We get the deserter from the wall. We get the first glimpse of the White Walkers. So, um, I have to say because so that was like the first thing for me. Right. We saw the White Walker in this episode, but I don't think I really thought about White Walkers again until like for a while. Like, yeah, I didn't think about them until they were like at the wall. Had like it was actually like the they were fighting the White Walkers. Uh, wait, you talking about, nah, yeah, touche, because I, I didn't really, 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 I mean, hold on, hold on, before we even get into this, are we, are we, are we staying with these first couple episodes, or are we going far to talk about how, <laughs> uh, I want y'all, I want y'all, like, I didn't really think about it, man, until a certain part of the season that we might not want to spoil this early. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna roll with this under the assumption that everyone who's listening to this has already watched this entire series at least one time through. Okay, okay. So we'll, we, just we'll, we'll, like a recap. Right. we can touch on like later stuff, but we're like we won't deep deep dive into it. Until okay. We- well, yeah, you're right. I didn't really focus on the severity and seriousness of how they was really about to just. Can we cuss on the show? Because you know I cuss. First off, yes, because you know, well, you know I cuss. I, mean, I know you cuss too, <laughs> but, you know, I've listened to the podcast, 
quite a few times and you ain't really getting into the the, the profanity. <laughs> Let me know. I can censor myself. I'm just saying. No, not at all. Not at all. This is a completely uncensored. Okay, well, I'm saying I didn't think that those motherfuckers was real until Hard Home. Like when that when listen. Yeah. Listen. I I did not understand the severity of how real they were until I seen that episode and I was like, yeah, y'all need to get it together because they not playing. Shipping to get real. Yeah, when he when he did the little Undertaker arm raise, listen, we gonna get into that. Like you said, we not we not gonna touch on it too much. But when he, I was like, man. So, you guys are right. Looking at this first episode, of course, if you didn't really know what was going on and you came out the gate just starting from day one and not knowing, I'm like, what was that? What was that white yeah. thing with blue eyes? <laughs> the devil. Right. Um, <laughs> I want to elaborate on that too much. Um, so, okay. So, we get Ned comes off as this, you know, just head of the family. Extra no. honorable kind of guy. Honorable guy, you know, kills the deserter, <clears throat> explains to Bran why he had to do it, makes him out there, you know, we get all the Stark kids, we see, you know, because that's when they stumbled upon the dire wolf puppies, you know, right. we got to see a little bit of kind of bet- uh, relationship between like John and Rob and Dion. Dion, we discover who the fuck Dion is, and he's, right. he's, he's a ward. That's when he everybody was still together at that point. <laughs> okay, so that's where I'm like going. Like that's what I'm about to get into. It's a this. big happy family on the low, man. Yeah, you know they're just out playing in the woods, yeah. and each kid got a puppy. First off, it's funny because John picked up those puppies and was like, "Oh, it's one for each one of your house start kids." Like, who the fuck said they could have a dog? Like, you just like, <laughs> like just you just handing them out. Like, like this, just like this easy is, you know, everybody got a puppy. <laughs> like on some Oprah, you get a puppy, you get a puppy. Yeah. And Ned at first was like, no, it's too much work. Y'all can't have it. Like, kill, ev- kill everybody. <laughs> what you mean? You right. Hold on. So how are you going to be honorable and then you're trying to work all these puppies, man? And they puppies, puppies. Yeah, that's true. Because he was really just like ready to kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I couldn't, I couldn't kill a puppy. I would just no, I'm gonna just leave him. I'm sorry. Like I, I couldn't kill him. But if I'm acting in that way, I might just let him be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm taking him. I'm, I'm just in, yeah. in, in this us right now. Like I'm taking him, but like, <laughs> I'm not gonna kill him. We just gotta let him be. For sure, we're gonna have five big ass dogs in the house. Yeah. Like, my thing is, I would have thought that would have been his first thought for the fact that is the sigil of their house. Right. Like, that's not some type of protected species up there in the north? Uh, so, I, and still not knowing if this is somebody coming out the gate, freshly watching the show, I wouldn't be knowing that because you didn't see him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you saw the part of the the, the show in the beginning where you're not really knowing if there are really dogs and stuff like that around. And I didn't, of course, we didn't know what the dire wolf was. I'm not knowing that week one, they're going to be puppies. And week two, they're going to be uh, uh, full wolves. <laughs> yeah, because that's pretty much what the fuck happened. <laughs> it was like literally later on in the episode, just like, oh, okay. So you a child now. And next you about to be a wildebeest, bear, 
thingy. Yeah, because they, they grew pretty damn fast. Very. Um, John, we learn, you know, he's the bastard. So, you know, that the whole we get the whole, you know, snow name thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he got his little white puppy. I totally would have took the white puppy as well. Mm-hmm. That fucking thing was adorable. Oh, white puppy um, red eyes. Yeah, yeah, that thing was so cute. Um, okay, so... Go a little further in this episode, the kind of big part of this was the Lannisters coming to Winterfell. Because mm. John Aaron, Hand of the King, died. So they were coming to... Actually, though, they were just coming. Did they just think they were coming to visit? Because they didn't know at that point. Nah, cause when, no, because Catelyn told Ned that they were coming after she told him John Aaron died. So they knew what he was coming for. Right. They already knew that that's, that's his boy. And he was going to need a hand. So uh, she knew what was up. Barry knew what was up. So they get there, and this is when we first get to see Cersei. And rewatching it, it's like, oh, all the shit that you're about to do. (laughs) It's just like, like, I I got a hot take on Cersei. What's that? quick, Quick hot take. See, I'm new to the podcast. I'm going to say something very unpopular. Oh. I'm a big villain fan. I like villains. But not just in this show, just in general. I love villains, especially when you have that good hero. You need the Joker for every Batman. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like her at first. And just like you said, you're not realizing when you're watching the show in the beginning the things she's about to do. I hated Cersei at first. Later on in the show, progress, I started really liking her because she was ruthless. I like I like a good ruthless villain. There, there was a time in there. There is an episode where we get to a point in the show where I do become a Cersei fan. Like, all right, I, I'm kind of here for this. Like, I don't want her to die anymore as much as I want right. her to die. Like the last, like you do get to that point, and even even this early on. Aside from the whole sleeping water brother thing, because obviously that happens in this episode. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, they just had omitted that, she would have been a way more relatable character. <laughs> like, because <laughs> sure. that's like, go ahead, what's best? No, nah, I, was, I was just piggybacking over what you were going to say. I agree. Like, she, we, they, they try to play it off and I, the same way, we're, in Game of Thrones, where I'm big on, like, you could die. Not a you can die, like, like, a, you can die, like, I want you off the show. Like, that's how I felt about Jamie at first. I didn't feel that way about Cersei at first. I didn't like her, but I didn't want her to die. Mm-hmm. But just, 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 just keep it a butt with it. Like, we know what it is. Y'all are nasty. <laughs> Cersei is one of those villains for me where it's like, I'm not saying I agree, but I understand. And mm-hmm. I respect it. Yeah. The, she was definitely, like, just, it was, it was about her family. Yeah. Right. It was like, she's going to do what she has to do to get her family at the top. That's all she cared about. If it's not if it's not family to enemies and it ain't nothing against anybody else, I'm just repping for my family over everybody. Facts. So we also meet Tyrion. Um, the homie. Yeah, you know, Tyrion is easily probably for me two or three in favorite characters from Game of Thrones. He's you might probably be. the most likable out of the game. Easy. Easy. He's easily the most likable person off the back. Like he, at this point in the series, you're like, okay, that guy's number one. Like I like, he's funny. He's just real with his 
commentary, things he says. He's here for it. Um, so we get a cut away from Winterfell for a minute, and we get introduced to the Targaryens. So we meet Daenerys. That's my bay. That's bay right there. <laughs> um, poor thing. Like, just off the bat, like, her brother, just, he's the one person who came out the gate as an asshole, though. Yeah. Yeah, a like, really, he was asshole. that one. You didn't want him to win. You didn't well, want him to be king. Numero uno on the Game of Thrones hit list. He needed, he was, you know, they had a wanted poster in the Wild West. Like, he, Viserys needed to go. I want yeah. him gone immediately. The kid just... I hate characters like that because now if I ever see him somewhere else, I'm going to be like, I don't like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he played the series on Game of Thrones and I don't like him in this romantic comedy. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't think I've ever IMDb that guy to see what else he was in either. That's why. There's a reason why. I don't care about you, sir, because you play the character that I despised. Oh, and you know, okay, so that's one of those problematic things too, because it's like you can see the way he touches Danny, the way he does stuff, which kind of makes you think: Has he been abusing her like sexually, like since they were kids? Like, has this weird thing been going on? I'm sure. I'm I'm pretty positive that's because you see how she re her reaction to him touching her is just she. She's not okay with it, but she fears him, so she's not going to do anything about it. So I'm sure that could be a thing. That's just, that's just terrible. Uh, but he is taking her to marry, trying to marry her off to we meet the Dothraki. So he's giving her to call Drogo. That our Aquaman. <sighs> yo, okay, so that was one of the things like, I was like, I was like, yo, she's about to marry Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to homie Aquaman. Quick side note, man. You, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I'm an Amazon Prime member because you get to see Aquaman a week early. Very Prime member. Oh, really? We're gonna yeah. discuss later. Man, man. Random. Don't don't judge me, but you know I'm definitely gonna go see Aquaman like on like the 14th instead of the 21st. You know, since in on all the episodes we always go off on tangent, so this is not anything new for anyone who's listening. <laughs> so since we're on Aquaman at the moment for a free second. I didn't really care. Like when I watched Justice League, I was like, I'm not gonna pay to go. As much as I love Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa, I'm not gonna pay for Aquaman. Like I'm not going to do it. It just so you so 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 you can't pay. Yeah, depending on what movie you know, depending on what movie theater you go to, you can't pay your 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 uh, matinee five dollars to go see your boo with a shirt off for two and a half hours. <laughs> Okay, so that's the thing. like I said, I wasn't like at first I wasn't really feeling it, so I was probably gonna go the matinee. But now, like since all the trailers have come out, like it looks like it's gonna be a damn good movie. Like this will right. probably be the second best DC movie, like after Wonder Woman. I think this will definitely be there, and I feel like Mira is gonna be is not getting the due that she deserves yet because the movie hasn't come out. But I feel like Amber heard about the kick ass in this movie. Yeah, they haven't really. I don't know, maybe maybe I feel like they're doing that on purpose. They want to kind of surprise the audience, quote unquote, surprise the audience with a with a badass character. But I I'm a prisoner of habit. I've already seen like the lead up city, so it's just like out of habit, I have to go see this. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I unfortunately was dating a girl. 
I had I had no intent. Like I, I'm, we're going off on another tangent, but this is why I have to see Aquaman. I was unfortunately dating a girl that I'm no longer seeing years ago, and I had no intention of seeing the Twilight movies. But she wanted to go see them. While we were dating, we watched like the first three Twilight movies together. Well, guess what? We broke up, and two more <laughs> Twilight movies came out. Guess what? I gotta go do. I gotta go see Twilight movies at that point. <laughs> so a prisoner of habit. I've already seen the first three. I'm not gonna not finish out this this series in the movie theater, I gotta go see it. So, I I mean, I've seen I've seen the other movies, so I have to see this continuation of Aquaman after Justice League. Yeah, and then it's like, what the fuck are they gonna do? But <laughs> I'm shrugging my shoulders on it because they failed so miserably in comparison to Marvel that I'm just like, eh. You know, I'm excited to see it, but nowhere near as excited as I am to go see, you know, Captain Marvel, Avengers. I'm just like, "Mm, why not? Yeah, I feel like these DC movies have definitely become like the great value uh, (laughs) 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 superhero. What a great comparison. (laughs) What a great comparison. The great value comparison. Yes, I love it. But big facts, very true. I I can't disagree. Okay, very, so very bland. The unseasoned, <laughs> unseasoned version of Marvel. Ugh. Yeah, it's like you on a budget. It was the budget. Right. I need to get. I need to make this dinner, but I only got eleven forty three. DC was like, we got to rock with eleven forty three to make this fantastic dinner. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> some ramen and some hot dogs. Right. <laughs> Ramen and hot dogs, man. Look at this. Cup of noodles, head asses. (laughs) So back to Game of Thrones. (laughs) So we get Paul Drogo, the Dothraki are presented as these like wild ass mountain creature or desert dudes with like no home training. Um, That's kind of how they're presented. But, and, you know, so we get that little intro. Uh, He. They get introduced. She looks nervous and scared as fuck. Mm. Uh, but, you know, Drogo just rides off on his horse. And then back to the Starks again. And we got Sansa progressing. Stupid ass. Stupid. Stupid <laughs> ass. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, yeah, poor baby. Like... Right. Already know, like, because obviously we know what the fuck she goes and what's coming, but... Watching her profess her love for Joffrey and just the way she was treating Arya. Her whole family. It's like you just Arya specifically, obviously. Yeah. And you know what? To me that I also hated that because it's like you two are the only girls in this house full of dudes. And like you just you just don't give two shits about your little sister. Like you it's just episode one. And it's just like <laughs> sorry, little sis. I love this dude that I never met before, and I hate your guts. I want to be with him, and I'm going to do whatever I got to do to be nice to him. Yeah, and I'm not going to let you ruin it, <laughs> basically. It's, it's, it's a headache, because that was one of my more, as the series progressed, I loved her character development, because of what mm-hmm. she I love her. her. Those are my probably... I mean, I know John went through a lot, but it's all all three women, like main, when you really get into the th- three main characters of the good guys to me, 
in the mm-hmm. show. I love Sansa's character development. I love Arya's, and I love Danny's because we seen what Cersei was out the gate for the most part. Yeah. But their character development was really good. But it's frustrating to see it now and relive it now and see how dumb Sansa was in the beginning of the show. Yeah, and in this episode, a couple like key things that were pointed out. So Sansa's thirteen at this point. Mm-hmm. So she's thirteen years old. Um, other thing that was also mentioned, it takes a month because I, I thought this was important, like just for other shit, like as far as through the series, it takes a month to go from Winterfell to King's Landing. That's a month ride, a one month ride. Yeah, with a small caravan of people, too, mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this, this, I'm, I just, that's one of the things, like, now I'm just like keeping in my mind as I'm further watching the show. Cause, I'm like, how the fuck would y'all getting all over the place, like, so quick it's like some sometimes they made it seem really long getting places and then other times it was like boom boom we here we here like how like how did you get there so quickly like what are you doing right I, um, that's another aggravating aspect of the show from time to time because you there'll be times where we're watching something and we're waiting on it to develop and they take forever in the show we're just like yo just speed it up and then there's other times when just like you said it's you go from one end of the world to the other end in like half episode, like, oh, okay. <laughs> For real. Is that, I guess that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, uh, what's the name? Uh, Varys, time Varys, traveling. Yeah. Just, like, oh, my lord. This dude were absolutely right. He got a time machine in his boats. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, he'd bewitched or something. He keep uh, wiggling the nose. For real. So, let's see what else happened this episode. Um, Oh, so, okay, and this episode was when Danny and Drogo were actually married, because then we get the Dothraki party. Uh, the We get introduced to the Kalasar. Um, all the crazy, they're basically their wild sex killing party. Mm-hmm. Correct. Basically, yeah. That's, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> we get introduced to Jorah Mormont of Bear Islands. This is the first time we get to meet Jorah. This is when Danny's given the dragon eggs as a wedding gift. Her, her babies. Her babies, yes. It is also mentioned at this point that Danny is 16. I think Danny is about 16 at this point. So that means. So, to be perfectly honest, you guys are filling me in on some facts that I didn't know on the show. Like, I like to think that I am a, a Game of Thrones connoisseur, but I was never really paying attention or learning the ages. Of like how young and older people were in the show. This is news to me. And this only like, and that's why I said like I didn't. Oh, I took notes. Like, <laughs> I, right. I mean, I took I took notes too. <laughs> but I just wasn't paying attention to ages. Like I really never focused on I guess the ages of the characters in the show. I think for me the only reason like I really started to think about it is because when I had went back and read the books. Mm-hmm. In the books, the ages play because they're so much younger. They're portrayed young in the books. I think Rob was like maybe thirteen. Yeah, he was like he was around thirteen when he took over Winterfell. Yeah, so oh, exactly. So I aged him for the show because there's no way I have a thirteen year old kid. That's like having fucking Bran running around doing everything Rob yeah, was. Yeah, seriously. Um, but just I mean, just that's, imagine. That's, that's wrong. Cause you're wrong for that too. <laughs> I was kind of mean. Bran running around. Mm. Oh damn. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's pretty evil. Also in this episode, wait, was that was that? Segway, I was about to say segway. <laughs> yeah, since you bring that up, same, same episode. 
same episode, Brand sees the the, 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 spy, the spider monkey that he is. Yeah, he made that shit look so easy climbing up there. Yeah. Too. <sighs> Poor baby gets up there, sees Jamie and Cersei doing what they doing. You were just rude for being at someone else's house, and like you couldn't wait till y'all got back to like you couldn't wait a month. <laughs> you or... in the you in the you in the <laughs> castle attic busting it down. I mean, just these are hella house guests. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Jamie pushes, throws his ass out the window from that damn tower, and it's just like okay, well, I, that for me was probably the jaw dropping moment. Like, holy shit, that just happened. That's first episode too. When I when a friend of mine for years was trying to get me to watch the show because I, I I will admit you know to the fans of the show I was a very late joiner of the Game of Thrones family. Uh, I have I have said my piece and I have made my amends. <laughs> I was wrong. I didn't join until the beginning of uh, season seven. I, I when I finally watched the first episode because my friend was like. Hey man, just watch the first two episodes. And if you don't like the first two episodes, like, you just don't watch the show. Once he Hadouk and Bran out the window, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in. And I watched six seasons in like a week. It's uh, a long kinda, week for me. Kind of like what you just did with Harry Potter? Yeah, very, very much so. I watched, uh, for the fans of the podcast, I just joined the Harry Potter family about, uh, about three weeks ago. I saw Fantastic Beasts on TV, and I was like, oh, that was pretty dope. Let me, uh, let me catch up. And I watched, uh, watched the Harry Potter movies in like two days. <laughs> three days. Yeah, three days. And then watched Fantastic Beasts, the sequel. So it was a very long week for that one, too. But, yeah, I was hooked. You, you locked me in on that one. When you, can't, you can't push the, the, the Warden of the North Sun out a window. Like, that's yeah. not, not good. And think shit's not, and yeah. think it's not gonna get real. Yeah, like no questions are gonna be asked. Right. Especially so, everyone knowing how, just just like they said, everyone knows that Brand was a spider monkey, literally climbing castles like it's nothing, and he just miraculously falls one time. You've never fallen before. When Rob said that, you've never fallen, and now you want to fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little Rob. I think he's a smart one at first. So a couple key points in this first episode. This episode, because at the end of this episode is when um, Benjamin had showed up to during this episode, and he's taking John to the wall because um, John's gonna take the black. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I guess I guess I could see why. Because it's like he wasn't doing nothing at Winterfell. Like it, he was being treated like outcast. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any real connection. Okay. I feel he felt like he didn't have any real connection. Okay, so John with, with, with anybody, especially especially Cat, because Cat gave him the dirtiest look and told him you need to slide when he went to go say peace to Brian. Yeah, that like I was like, damn, bitch, I understand. Like you would think after all of these years, you might have grown. Like he showed up as a baby, and it's like it wasn't his fault, but you like literally took this out on him for sixteen years. That you would assume at this point because. You know, you're going to assume that they're about 15, 16 as well. So 15, 16 years, you're still blaming this child for the transgressions of your husband? Yes, this is a child. He ain't, he's, he didn't ask to be here. He didn't do all this. Why are you taking that on him? Yeah, that was that was pretty sh- I hated that part. It's like, damn, it, chill out. Um, but so this episode actually marks the last time. The last. 
were together. He's the last. I literally noticed that because you told me we talked about the other day. Yeah. In the text. And you told me that. And then I rewatched it and I was like, yo, it's mad early in the show, and it was the literal last time. The last the last time that Rob Yeah, that all the boys were together. Mm-hmm. Um last time. John sees Arya because even where we're at now in the show, they still have not been reunited still, yet. They still have not. He got the he got the Raven, and he knows, <laughs> but he still hasn't seen her. Yeah, so it's like, damn, this is the last time John sees Ned, and he, you know, when he told him, "I'll tell you about your mother the next time we see each other," and it's like. <laughs> That never happens. Right. I feel like we should have known. Anytime any character exclaims, like, the next time I see you, I'll let you know. <laughs> They're not coming back. <laughs> Somebody. Hey, Benjamin too. Benjamin too. I mean, he sees him again, but we'll get to that part of the show. John sees Uncle Benjamin again, but... <laughs> Benjamin ain't the same. Benjamin uh, ain't the same. Not even a little bit. And poor Ned. Well, we should have known... The fact that we thought Sean Bean was going to survive anyway, like, that dude doesn't survive in anything he's in. Like, he dies in every movie he's in anyway. So, we probably should have known that that was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen like it happens. Um, but episode two, uh, let's see, the Lannisters are still in the north. Out the gate, one of my favorite moments of the, of the, of the, of the Tyrion and uh, Joffrey relationship. Yes. He pimp smacks that boy like six times. <laughs> pow, 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 pow. Little one to your mommy, little one. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Yo, literally, I wrote down Joffrey's an asshole and Tyrion's not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> pimp, pimp smack multiple. You get all of them baby hands, them, them, them pimp hands. <laughs> Yeah, that's when you really realize, okay, Tyrion is going to be that one person who was just literally going to just keep it 100 on the show. Like, right. he was about to kiss nobody's ass. Um, At all. I thought he was, like, the voice of reason for the Lannisters. He, the sad part about that, you, of you being right, he's the voice of reason, but it's like nobody wants to hear him. Yeah. Because everybody's in their own world mentally of, of figuring out how they want to Pinky in the brain take over the world type joint. And nobody wants to listen to the guy that, just like you said, from this episode to really the current, you know, last episode of season seven, they're like, he's been the voice of reason for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. The most, like, the drunk. The drunk is the one who thinks things out the most. Right. Like- the, the drunk, uh, the drunk imp that sleeps with whores <laughs> is the one that is giving literally everybody good advice. The best. We see how conniving Cersei truly is. Because when she went to, after she found out that Bran was still alive, and walked up into the room with Catelyn sitting in there, and was talking about how her baby with Robert died, and mustering up all that fake ass, like, for a second, you start to feel bad for until you remember, like, bitch, you're the reason he's in this position. Like, you yeah. told him to push him. No, she didn't tell him. She well, didn't. I was going to say, right. He, he pushed her on his own. Opinion. Well, he said he's seen us. I mean, what the fuck else? What was she implying? I mean, she was implying that he needed to kill him. Like, no, because even then, she she told Jamie, she's like, he was 10. Like, what, what were you thinking? 
Like when he pushed her out the window, she pushed him out the window. As as he grabbed on her titties again, like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing that Loki. It's a show, so you don't really, you don't really. Uh, it's fake, you know. It's fake, but still, like incest isn't the greatest <laughs> thing mentally. And when you keep seeing that, we know it's not real, real person. <laughs> but it's just like, still, it doesn't make you feel good. Like, come on, bro. That's your. That's your that sister. is your sister. Your, your twin sister. Yeah, yes. Come on, bro. You extra. You really, really extra. <laughs> so, episode two, actually, before I totally see the word, was called The King's Road. So, this is actually the one where John leaves. And this is when John gives Arya needle. Needles. He gives her her little sword. And we get to see that nice bonding between the two of them. That again, we don't get to see. We have not seen again yet. Really? Yeah, I, I keep thinking about that now. Like we don't see that ever again. Mm mm. Like. Are you call this the sad podcast? Cause jeez, <laughs> you know, sad. Reminiscing on the show. Now I gotta watch six seasons, six and a half seasons, in three days again. <laughs> Which is really about what's, what's about to happen. All right, so I can see are you gonna come up? Uh, her and Nymeria, so we do a... Damn it! Again! What the sadness! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get her hanging out with Nymeria. Um, let's see. Oh, and this is when John, when he had uh, told her, when she was like, you know, do you know how to use it? And he was like, yeah, just stick him with the pointy end. So we get that, and that's, you know, said several times over the series, but it was just like, it was John. So, yeah, you're right. All these sad John and Arya moments just... <sighs> Actually, do, 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 do. I mean, I'll be back. I gotta go get some tissue. <laughs> I'm, playing. Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> the goddamn thug tears over here. <laughs> Sad <laughs> moments of the show that you don't realize until you watch later and then go back and be like, damn. Yeah, this that's how I This didn't like happen. That. And this episode is when Robert told. Uh, Ned, that he wanted to kill Danny when they were at that feast. Oh I- yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, they, he, he realized that there's still Targaryens alive. And, you know. Actually, I feel like no, because the first episode, as soon as Robert got there, he wanted to go to the crypt to go see Ned's sister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's when he was like, um, he wanted to kill all the Targaryens. Yeah, because she's still out there. Uh, we see Rickon for the first time in episode two. <laughs> I feel like it's like the first and like of three times we see that kid. <laughs> he was the Judy from Family Matters <laughs> <laughs> of Game of Thrones. Yes. Man, we've seen Judy like four times in Family Matters and then she went upstairs and never came back again. <laughs> Rickon just stayed in the crypts. Like, he stayed playing below the fucking house. Him and Shaggy Dog. Him and Shaggy Dog. Him and Shaggy Dog. That's so damn sad. Let's see. This, oh, because you know, we know how that ends, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that shit was the worst. Yo. Hey, another random tangent. Best episode of the series? Are we gonna give our best episodes this early? No, um, we're not. But I'm, it's, it's the quick. <laughs> like we're it's the quick. 
side note tangent that we're going to come back to, but is that set the best episode of the series? Was and that was what the um Battle of the Bastards? Yeah, that's Battle of the Bastards. I I feel like I have to rewatch Hard Home. Yeah, I was gonna say hard, that that and Hard Home is easily top top three. Hard Home is when they went to that village to go try to get the wild things, right? Yeah. The White Walkers yeah. And yeah. then the night and the night king was at the top of the hill, and then it got really really real. Yeah, I mean, Battle of the Bastards was obviously the best cinematic. For sure, for sure. Episode. There's a couple other ones. I think I, I feel like I got to rewatch um, before I, because I would have said that to going into this, but now like rewatching this, I'm like, okay, I'm there's a, there might there's a couple because I also feel like the episode where we lost the Septa, um, Septa Baylor. Like that episode, which I don't remember what it's titled at this point. Yeah. To me, may have been one of like the visual best episodes as well. Like I think that almost might have been better than Battle of the Bastards. Oh. Like just visually and musically. Yeah, like just the music with it, like just the way that episode flowed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we got some time. Yeah, we got time. We got time. Early hot take. Early hot take. Because I also got to remember what the name of the episode was. Um, so, Bran is in his coma. Everybody's by his bed. Everybody's leaving at this point. And Kat says she's going to stay. Her and Rob staying there because you know, a Stark has to be in, has Winter. to stay in Winterfell at all times. Um, I didn't necessarily understand why Ned took Arya and not Rickon. Like yeah, we already know why I mean took Rickon because Rickon was on the show for like three days. <laughs> they didn't have enough budget for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, just they had eleven forty seven. They was like, we gotta bring two kids. Who can we bring? You know, Arya gonna get into trouble and Sansa gonna marry Joffrey, so <laughs> Rick, you go ahead and stay in the basement, brother, and play with Shaggy. <laughs> I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I guess, and I, honestly, Kat saying she needed to stay to make sure Bran was okay was why she stayed and didn't go with her kids. Well, she wasn't going to go originally, though, before he even fell. Because that's why she told him no. She's like, you can say no. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why the fuck was she going to stay there? Like, if you're taking my daughters, I'm coming. Like... You're not taking my daughter, and then I'm not. But why are you coming? He would have... I mean, Arya's going to be Arya there because she's younger, but if you're going to marry Sansa off to the prince, why would you need to go? Because she's going to eventually start her new life with the king's son. But the mother of the bride, shouldn't she be there to help guide Sansa? She'll be there. She'll take that month ride for the wedding. I thought they weren't (laughs) getting married until, like... (laughs) Until they came of age, though. Exactly. So your mom's not going to go and just sit there for years. Uh, it just it just seemed like a whole lot of dis. Like I, I man. Like Sans is the only one that should have went. Really, to be perfectly honest, she should have. She should have been the only one that went. Prepared, prepared for her future, her future life. Get accustomed to King's Landing, and you know. 
Yeah. Kind of getting ready to get abused because we know what's on deck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Josh was crazy ass. So we get the attempt on Brand's life. Okay. Yo, Kat was a fucking G, though. Like, watching her grip that knife again and dude, like, pulling it out of her hands, like, that shit is, was tough to watch again. Like, just, ugh, that just watching. And then she bit his thumb like a chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> She was put up a hell of a fight. What was Brandon's mom's name? That's a summer. Summer. I was about to ask that question because I didn't remember either. Yeah, I mean, so, summer comes up in there and saves the day. Saves. Yeah, that's a cat was a G. Summer was a thug. Summer wasn't having none of that. Give me that throat real quick. So we get to see the first Star Wolf in action. So we know they're they're no joke at this point. Not a game. Not even a little bit. <laughs> the juggler, then I'm gonna lay down with the blood mouth and just take a nap, just chill yeah, out. I'm, just taking nap. I'm tired, that, that, that wore me out a little bit, so I'm gonna go and take a nap. Next I'm still a puppy, <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> right. right, it's episode two, and that, that puppy is went from a puppy to a grown ass man in one episode. Hold up, he's an animal, he's a grown ass man dog, <laughs> you know, yeah. man wolf. In one whole episode. So uh, we get to Daenerys and Grogo's wedding night. Actually, we've gone through a few nights with them. Like there was a few things going on that they showed with like the relationship. Yeah, just kind of like a couple days in the life of a Dothraki who was going on there, and that's when Danny asked old girl to give her lessons on. How to please Drogo. Yeah, yeah. So she's not just like, they're like a limp biscuit. Uh, <laughs> Damn, limp biscuit. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, that's what was going on in those first couple nights. I mean, she, she was adjusting. She, you know, it's just like, and she I, was, couldn't, I couldn't imagine being in the culture because it's still real. This is obviously Game of Thrones is a fantasy world, but that arranged marriage thing. Mm-hmm. It's still very real in cultures in the States today. So I I wouldn't know how I react in arranged marriage. I'm like, bro, I don't know you. Now I gotta be your wife and, and give up the cakes. Yeah, and even then she had no way to like communicate with him either. Nope. Yeah, they didn't speak the same language. You're not gonna have Jorah in there breaking it down while y'all cause <laughs> <laughs> it turn over. <laughs> no, it don't it don't work like that. So it's kudos to her trying to learn her new culture because that you were very much part of that because you are the Khaleesi. Yeah, she 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 gets her little lesson and then she takes control and shows Aquaman who's boss. Right. <laughs> then we get and then we slide back to the bitch ass nigga that is Jaffrey. Oh my god! So that whole thing. So the whole him walking up on. Arya and the fucking butcher's son practicing and just like coming up there talking shit and it's like you don't even really like Santa like you've already you've already asked like because he had asked earlier like well do I have to marry her and his mom's like yeah you that that was after though that was after well I mean he revisited it back again but I think before that he had already she was like yeah yeah she's nice so and it's just like. All right, you got embarrassed a little bit. The dog bit you. 
because Nymeria, like, was he really gonna fucking stab Arya? Like, was you really about to, like, hurt her? That was my situation. Like, what were you really about to do in it? Like, you were about to come to Winterfell and kill one of them? No, they were on King's Road. They yeah, were they were on the way back home now. But, like, yeah, you, you, she, she mad because you, you punked her friend. And then you slicing him in the face with your sword because obviously the kid with the wooden sword isn't about to fight a prince of the family who runs the Seven Kingdoms. He's not going to do nothing. So Arya get mad. You hit him in his back. Like, not, not nothing crazy. You ain't like bust him in the back of his head. But you yeah. just basically like, get off my friend. And just like y'all said, are you really about to kill the Warden of the North's daughter right now because you upset? Like, these kids are pretty damn deadly. Like, that's that's just some crazy shit right there. Like, that's even a thought. Like, this boy, he, he'd be a, a serial killer, I guess, in this day and age. Like, easy. He'd be that Norman Bates. Yeah, there you go. Norman Bates. He's Chucky. He's Chucky all day. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chucky. Like, it's just fucking bad. And then, you know, he sits there and he lies about it. Tells that bold-faced ass lie to his dad. Ball-headed. Ball-headed bold-faced lie. And, you know, again, moment two where you start the, I don't know. I don't think I originally even felt bad for Sans in this scene. I was like, oh, this bitch is going to lie. Like, when I guess when I first watched it, I was like, you just going to sit there and lie and not tell the truth and let your sister get in trouble for this. But then it's like, okay, when Ned explained it to Arya later, like, what was she yeah. supposed to do? Like, she was brought before the queen and she was supposed to, you know get her future husband in trouble like she wasn't gonna do that but and it's not like she exactly sided with their story either she was kind of like i didn't see i didn't i don't know what happened yeah well that didn't go too well for her because her poor damn dog gets sentenced to death. <laughs> so episode what well, we're on episode two and we're already losing our first dire wolf as well awesome nonsense like you did if there's anything that I hate in any show, movie that that really, in the words of uh, good old Peter Griffin, really grinds my gears, <laughs> is a bitch ass character that acts tough, but you know deep down, like they are the weakest of characters out of them all. Like you trying to punk the butcher's son, but in really, in reality, you are. A terrified little boy. Yeah, and then Draco Malfoy is in that uh, that good old category. <laughs> and Draco, bitch ass, like don't be the fake tough kid. If you're gonna be that, learn to be that. They're probably cousins. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they look they look like twins in real life. Yeah, you know they they do resemble each other quite a bit. Yes, Draco just a little bit taller, but come on, man. I just, I, I, again, going back to that, like, I just, I, yes, you said, you're losing a direwolf off of you being a bitch, and then the direwolf that had absolutely nothing to do with it, that was clearly back at the castle, probably chilling. Mm-hmm. My nervous. Right. Had nothing to do with it, and here goes Cersei. Like, nah, y'all got other ones. One of them gotta go. See, in that, this, I, I think, was the start of Cersei's mental abuse of Sansa. Started right here. Because this girl's supposed to be marrying your son. You would think you would want to keep this, like, a decent amicable type of relationship. Like, you'd think she's going to be nice to this girl at some point. 
But no, right here, we know her dog had nothing to do with it, but you're going to suggest her dog is the one that's murdered? So you're already starting the mental abuse of this girl. She didn't want no dog. She said you couldn't bring that wolf with you anyway. Right, right. They literally, I mean, it's episode two, no telling how long the development in the show was, but they literally just got these dogs an episode ago. Now hers is already gone. Two, basically, because obviously um, Arya had to get rid of Nymeria because she didn't want Nymeria to die because it had been two dogs dying, or two direwolves dying. Yep. So another, another kind of asterisk in the series, this was the last time that Nymeria and Arya saw each other for the longest fucking time. Like that, Arya and Nymeria and Nymeria and John and Arya were probably the two people who I was waiting to reconnect the most. The longest. Uh, yeah, yeah, the longest. That was probably the the biggest gap of, you know, reuniting characters and or people that we were waiting on. I agree. Now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I feel like with these wolves, it was foreshadowing each character's attachment to the North. Because Lady was just like, you know, she was just killed, basically, like, brutally. They were going to have the butcher do it, but then Ned took over. And it's like, Sansa only stayed in the South because of what happened to Ned. And then Nymeria, you know, Arya ran her away. Only reason Arya was not back in the North was because of after what happened with Ned, she ran away. Right. Or they had her and with she the people. In the with wild. The yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about it like that, but you're right. Like Arya. Okay. <laughs> just got back. I mean, we know how her story uh, story arc goes up to the current of the show. But you're you're right. You're absolutely right. That's exactly how it seems. Knowing their journeys after these first two episodes of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get we meet the hound. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my probably top, also my top five, probably top fire, ten. Fire, fire <laughs> armor out the gate. Had the had the had the hound face armor. Yeah, fucking yeah. rode down the little fat kid and killed him. Yeah. So we see he also is just another person who's like, what the fuck? Hey, you do what you gotta do. All right, hold on, hold on. I heard what you just said. All right, we could not go top five episodes. We can go top five characters. What's your top five? Yeah, you don't you don't have to put them in order, but what's your top five characters? Then? Okay. John, Arya. <sighs> the Hound. You said John really fast, so John's clearly your number one. Yeah, John's number one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, John's 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 number one. I think John's number one. John's number one, yeah. Uh what did I have? Two more left? I believe so. I said Tyrion. Tyrion. John, Arya, Tyrion. The Hound. And I have to say, kind of rounding out that top five for me. (sighs) Fuck. Um, That's hard. Because it's easy to say Danier's, but I almost feel like honorable mention up in there has to go to like um what's your face with the uh from the blue people not the blue people jesus christ their their banner colors were blue the one who was married Tyrell. to friendly the tyrells no oh uh, marjorie marjorie actually marjorie hmm, surprising 
that would have to be like towards that like yeah that's kind of flexing in my top five so now since we're throwing that out there who's yours <laughs> it's gonna be very unpopular person this is my personal favorite now personal five i would say danny and john are one a and one b are we getting an A1, a 1A and a 1B section? You know, like, I mean, you know, we got to go to three. You know, we got to go to three after this. One A and one B. Um, probably because I, I, I mean, obviously Tyrion is in there. Um, I'm, I'm just an Arya fan. I like how she has developed, and I have a a fifth character that has not made the show yet. Who I just you know I, I rock with, man. I like I like Bron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's he's up there for sure. I, just, I like Bron. He's good, good guy. You know, right side, but I I don't know. I just I I like Bron. Thought Bron was cool. He is. Armani, what's yours? Um, my top five, I'd say Olena, Tyrell, definitely number one. Uh, Tyrion, Theon's sister, what's her? Yara. 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 Um, and then Arya. And for my number five, I'd say. I'd say the Sand Snakes. See, I was like, I, f- I feel like they would be probably top 10 somewhere in there. Like, they might be like 9 or 10, though. Like, they, they definitely made it just off that episode when, like, okay, what they did was not right to Marcella. <laughs> but oh. it was like, when they just started taking everybody out that, like, when they were leaving Dorne, I was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, in the, in the reality of looking back on the show, they was probably the most... Probably the most cold-blooded killers in the show. They were ruthless. Yeah. I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think back on the other characters in the show, and they were they were nasty. Where were they from again? They were, Dorn. They were from Dorn. Okay. They were from Dorn. So there was only no. Reason why I would, only reason why I would disagree with you. I agree with you, but only reason why I disagree with you because they was they weren't in many episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like like number five. Let's see. Okay. Who are we else? Okay. So Yara Yara is good though. I like Yara. Yeah, speaking Yara is about one of those Funko Pops I need to track down because they came out with the Yara Greyjoy Pop after New York Comic Con, and I need to get my hands on that. So totally off topic. Uh, okay, so where the- is where is she? So I want to know. Answer that question. Uh, season eight. Yo, yeah. Oh, bring yeah. my bring my uh warrior boo back. She like she like a Game of Thrones Xena. <laughs> For real. Uh, that whole once we get to that part like that, mm, yeah. We gotta really break that down. That Theon is a very interesting character in the show. That is, he is the king of the roller coaster in the show. He is the I feel like he's a character that has the most. The biggest roller coaster in this show because I hate him. Yes. Then, then I like him. Then I hate him. Then I like him. Him and Sansa's journey 
are like so parallel in the shit that they go through. Right, seriously. It's just like they go through it. I wouldn't be surprised if those two ended up together at the end of the series. You know what? Might have to slide. Might have to slide Sansa in there. Uh, I'm trying to think, cause she just doesn't hurt. See just them actually her. doing that, just for the fact that low key it was his fault that she got put in that position with the Boltons. True. Like if Theon hadn't overruled or like tried to take over Winterfell, True. quote unquote, they wouldn't have been in that situation. Okay, so episode three, Lord Snow. So they get back. So this is a month later. So now a month has gone by from episode one to three because they're back in King's Landing. Uh, We meet Peter Baelish. So we meet Littlefinger, who to me will always be Tommy Carcetti. Number one, number two, worst, (laughs) worst, uh, worst nickname, worst life. (laughs) By far the worst nickname of the show. Yeah, I wouldn't be letting people call me Littlefinger if I was a grown-ass man. Yeah. We got to change that up. We meet Lord Varys. So, you know, the freaking, like, manipulating duo he there. He be Uncle Fester. Yeah. He low-key Uncle Fester to me. <laughs> uh, Sansa is got all this attitude about, you know, how much he loves Joffrey. And how that's gonna be her king, and you know. I love him. Ugh. Um, we get Ned with the ugh. Yeah. Because <laughs> why, why, why ugh? Because she was caping so hard for him. You don't even know him. Like she was still doing it even after. Like she clearly lied and then got her wolf killed. Yeah, you still over here, as bitch. How much you love him? Like, mm. girl, who raised you? <laughs> would you if if the if the roles were reversed and you were trying to become part of royalty because that's what that was her end goal her end goal was being royalty what would you do for royalty back then she you know, was already pretty royal though um no well okay i i get what you're saying and it's funny because you say that because like Playing, while playing Red Dead, we were having this discussion of like, what would, how would we be in the Wild West? Um, <laughs> and it just made me think of that. Like, this time period, like, what role would you have taken on in this? Sure. You could either marry, like, just case in point, from my thought process of the the royalty that um, Monty said, like, would you want to be marrying a governor's son or the president's son? Yeah, I mean, she was naive. She was just very naive. No, don't say naive. Don't, 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 don't uh, subtly SAT word it. Just say she was stupid. <laughs> Real basic. She was dumb, 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 da, dumb, dumb. <laughs> she was so young. Yeah, she was just. Uh, I guess I wouldn't have been friends with her at thirteen. Yeah, nah, definitely not. <laughs> Like, 13-year-old Nicole would have been like, bitch, what is wrong with you? And I probably would have said it. <laughs> 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 Fuck on my face type stuff? Yeah, like, what? You know, you know. Basically, like, how Arya was doing her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get your whole life. Um, so Ned finds Arya with Needle and lets her keep it. Um, when they were talking, that was a nice little scene. That was nice because it's like, clearly Ned understands 
his kids. Like, he understands, at least his daughters. Like, he, you see he has a good relationship with his daughters. He's attentive. He understands Arya is not a lady. She's not, that's not what she wants. She don't want to be like Sansa. So, you know, he gets her, sets her up to her little dancing lessons, a.k.a. her sword, you know, lessons. And he fosters that. Yeah. Which I thought was nice. And sad as fuck. Yeah, the sad, the, continuing the sad podcast. <laughs> yeah, continuing the theme here. Everything yeah. was sad at this point is just sadness. Uh, let's see. This is when this is when Cat and them start to kind of investigate what was going on, whose sword that was, because after the the uh, attempt on Bran's life, yes. it's clear that he didn't just fall. All right. So how the fuck in? It took a month. And so t- t- two episodes for him to get from Winterfell to back to King's Landing, but in the same episode, Catelyn got from Winterfell to King's Landing. In in like fifteen minutes of the show. So it's just like, so we've skipped like it, they've been there for a minute. Again, <laughs> though, but this is with a caravan of people. Catelyn was just going by herself. So right, like, you you know by yourself. No, but she went with the, the one dude for his name. But you're right, you're right. You're basically right. Like she went with one dude. Okay, so I guess because that's when she uh little finger like hides her. Is that in this episode? John... That's when John starts training. And okay, so we learned because we learned this sort of was Tyrion's. So yeah, this is when she got back there because it was Littlefinger who pointed out to who spoke to her and who told her that that knife belonged to, to Tyrion. Which I don't see. That to me was a little bit too. I mean, again, we know we're watching a show. We know there has to be progression. But it's just one of those moments like so we just gonna put the person's gonna give like their identifiable weapon to the person to commit this crime and leave it there with them. Like that just didn't that's one of them like things where it's like it was okay. a clear setup. Yeah. Like, sure, we'll buy this. What's happening? We're right now. You needed to give him a special weapon to kill somebody anyway. Yeah. Like, you just got to kill a little boy. What you need is, like, special-ass Valyrian steel. For, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> don't, don't get too far ahead. That's I want to I wanna jump so far ahead, but foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, here we go. We'll come, back to, we'll come back to this later in the podcast, people. Like, uh, down in some, some weeks and months. Command we we Commander Mormont um at the wall. So we get John at the wall training and this is his little moment for his his brief moment of, you know, because he was raised in this nice home, came from this nice family, so we think he's a little bit better than everybody because he knows something, he think he knows some things. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. Uh Viserys is number one. Number two was the other homie. What's the other homie that was Commander Mormont's like right hand man? Uh, I cannot. You know what? We were talking about him before we started recording, and yo, number two on the hit list of Game of Thrones. Like yo, hated that dude. Can't remember his name though. The guy that was talking smack about John when he was in the the yes. whole yes. circle beating everybody up, and then was like taunting him. Yeah. Uh, Can't remember his name. We'll get it. We'll get it. But yeah, number two on the hit list. He yo could not stand him because it would just Alistair Thorn. Thorn. Yeah, that I guy was. How Arya has a list. I need to make a list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just for no reason. It was like, what was your? Really that's, that, 
that's why we understood why uh, Viserys was what he was. He was trying to get this Iron Throne back. You, bro, you, no reason at all. You ain't going nowhere. You stuck at the wall. <laughs> Knock it off. We also in this episode get to see Danny step up, step up to Viserys. Speaking of which, this is when she stopped the Colossar for. Uh, what reason did she stop them for? Hold on. Did did she stand up to him? Or did, he, or did he get net checked by the home net net whip checked by the homie before she even had a chance to stand up to him? True. Um he so snatched him up. Like, nah, you walking, bro. I feel like with that, it kind of gave her a sense of what she could do. Because yeah, she could have had old dude kill him if she wanted to. But she was like, no, I don't want my brother harmed. This is when she was coming into herself, I guess, so more than... She looked up and realized, like, oh, I am a Khaleesi. I'm tripping. I got a little muscle. I got a little flex. Let me flex on these cats real quick. Nah, leave him alone. Don't touch him. He can walk, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he gets humble real quick. Get a good quick gut check. And then we get Benjamin going beyond the wall and tells John he can't go. You got, you got to stay here. You're still, a little, you're still a young pup. So this was the last. This was the true. Oh, I mean, this was the last time John saw anybody in his family. So when Benjamin left. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was how episode three wrapped up. So. A lot of shit starts happening. Like, it really picks up steam after these first three episodes. Um, yeah, I feel like all of this was really, like, the build-up. Like, giving you... The, plotting the essential seeds to the oncoming seasons. Mm. Yeah. These, these, these rotten, spoiled seeds. Ugh. Ugh. Game of Thrones really rips your heart out sometimes. Like, they, they, they... Going back, and I'm going to start reliving this. This is the first time I'm going to, because obviously we doing a project, kind of really got to analyze a lot of little small intricacies and, you know, this here and that there. And it's going to really make you realize how seriously sad Game of Thrones is sometimes. Yeah. And just the... the it makes for great TV. It makes for fantastic television. It does. It does. Like, HBO... T- okay, so... What do you think were some of the best series of all time? Uh, I was going to say HBO. I got into this argument the other day to the point to where I, this was on Facebook because oh, what happened? I can't, I can't remember what happened. It's, it's leaving me right now, but the long story short is my homeboy was telling, oh, that's what it was. Well, I guess my cousin posted on my page like, Game of Thrones marathon is on. I was like, I'm already about to do, you know, a podcast like every week with some good friends of mine. And my boy jumped in and was like, I gotta get on it. I ain't, you know, I'm not hip. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, bro, you're not hip. You tripping. HBO got it on lock. I was talking to a friend of mine today, like, Netflix is catching up to HBO. But HBO got it on lock. And I started running off series, and my boys was like, damn, you must work for HBO. I'm like, nah, <laughs> HBO just got quality programming. What you want me to do? <laughs> There's quality programming that's gotten canceled on HBO that I was mad that got canceled. Like, there's a show that I don't know nobody has ever watched. It was only on for two seasons. But it was a great, like, coming of age, dudes trying to build up a business show, had a lot of guests. It's kind of like a, a mini entourage called How to Make It in America. Canceled that show. It's a really good show. 
But, I mean, as far as HBO's quality programming, I mean, come on, man. You got, obviously, Game of Thrones, Westworld, uh, uh, The Wire, Oz, Boardwalk Empire, Sopranos. Carnival. Yes. True Blood. We'll say up to the True Blood, Blood for sure. Um, Entourage, obviously. Yeah. HBO, probably overall networks. I would probably put HBO at number one. I might put AMC. Did you say, wait, wait, wait. Did you say probably? Please give me another network. I mean, (laughs) okay, you're right. No, HBO is definitely number one when it comes to overall programming. (laughs) So you're right. There's, because the wires. We ain't even even gotten to TV shows. You ain't talking about like hard knocks and ballers and insecure and like other 30 minute, not hour long shows, which they got, they got 30 minute shows too. The Deuce, Veep, uh, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. True. So okay, so HBO has number one and which I think and they always sweep the Emmys. Like, I think they usually win the most Emmys. Every every single year. Every year. Number two, I would have to say is probably FX for me at this point. Because run, 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 run yeah. shows. I only watch a few on FX. Sons of Anarchy. Well, yeah. Nip Tuck. I never I was never a Nip Tuck fan. Uh well into the I've watched some episodes, but it just yeah, Nip Tuck was the shit back in the day. Like that was when you realized that FX was trying to compete with HBO because that's when they started dropping like they started dropping F bomb, and it was like checks on TV. It was like hold up, like this is not HBO and this is going on on this channel. So you knew FX was trying to be a contender with their programming back when Nip Tuck was on. But that was a good ass show. Right. Um, but Sons for sure. Then we just got the Mayans. Um, American Horror Story. American Horror Story. Kurt Sutter had another show. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. There you go. See? So FX is, is number two. <laughs> FX is number two over AMC? Only because the AMC team only had The Walking Dead and um, Mad Men. That's the only thing I've watched on AMC. Breaking Bad. Okay, so, well, I watched Breaking Bad on Netflix. <laughs> so. Oh, but that was AMC, so you gotta add that in there. Um, what about Showtime? Californication, Shameless, Weeds, Dexter, Dexter, Dexter for sure, Dexter for sure, uh, Ray Donovan, Ray Donovan was some shit, oh man, hey, Power, Power Stars, okay, oh, Power's on Showtime, Showtime would be jumping, Showtime be jumping FX, I mean, if we're going series, then yeah, you gotta you gotta go HBO and then. But if we're going content. Netflix is probably number two. You think so? Yeah, they gotta. Over the past two years, Netflix with this original content has really been because they put money into stuff, which is becoming successful. Like, and a lot of people are flocking to it and giving it good ratings. And I, that's why, obviously, they're getting more and more money. And I can't wait to see what Ava does. Like, I feel like Ava about to shut it down with her projects that she got with Netflix. Yeah. This is uh, Annie Obama's. Right. Forgot they got that content. You know, they got that deal. I, I think Netflix is 
is getting ready to build up their they're getting ready to have to fight this Disney fight. Because I think once Disney launches, Netflix is about to come out with a whole bunch of shit, like, just but to kind of slow that down. But Disney's not going to win, though. I I get it. You're going to have your Disney content. You're going to have your Marvel and all that stuff on there. And they're coming out with original content. But the original content they're coming out with is not going to... I don't think it's for the masses like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think everybody is going to... Uh, digest it like they would all of the Netflix content. And, but you know, in, in Netflix content, is that, and, and this is kind of tapping into the next regular House of Words episode, but you want to talk about since we're kind of on it. Is this the reason why, like, having that availability of content, though, on Netflix, there's no sense of urgency to watch it? So you're just like, okay, I'll catch it when I catch it? Yes. And is that the reason now, because it's coming out that Disney is not the reason that Daredevil was canceled. Half the fucking writers on Daredevil didn't know that it was getting canceled until it got announced that it was canceled. So they didn't know. They had season four storyboard. They thought they were reading a season four of Daredevil and the shit gets canceled. So it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Disney. It has to do with the ratings dropping on these shows and they're expensive to make. So because right, I honestly I didn't watch I haven't watched this episode this season of Daredevil because I'm like oh, well, I'll watch it when I watch it. Like, there's no sense of urgency for me to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going nowhere. Stuff uh, like also hurting them. So what's the question? Do you think that... Having all of this content, having so much content readily available, just so quickly, there's no sense of urgency to actually watch it. So you've got probably got good shit sitting there that's never been watched. 100%. 100%. I hear so many things... And I've heard of so many things that by the time I got around to it, I was like, damn, they told me about this three months ago and I finally got around to it and it was really good. But I, I think that Netflix's content is still going to be so much more in-depth and so much more wide range and variety than anything Disney puts out. Because we all know that Disney's going to have all the Disney movies and, and all the you know Star Wars and and Marvel and stuff like that. And it's just, I know that there's going to be a, a following of people that will go see that. But at the end of the day, there's only so much of that you can watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, we talked about that last episode. We're talking about, you know, what's going to make people, because you've got to appeal to people our age, because we're the people who pay for these streaming services, right. not 10 year olds who watch Disney XD, right. but you're going to have all of that Disney XD stuff on there. You'll have all of the old school Disney Channel stuff that came on, like in the 90s. But, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get it. Of course they're gonna, <laughs> gonna suck me in. Of course I'm gonna get it. But I'm I know that I will gravitate unless you guys come up with just like you said, something that's gonna have me pulled to Disney. I'm gonna gravitate towards Netflix and even Hulu for that matter because obviously Hulu's got the market on the, you know, TV shows. The TV shows and the next day, you know, drops. So what is Disney going to do differently that's going to have people to say, nah, I need to get Disney Plus? Yeah. Or whatever. Is that the name of it? Whatever the name of it is. Yep. Faux shizzle. So. I, I, I need to watch my being in it. Plus, you know, I watch the stuff anyway. I got, I got Lion King on DVD. I got all of the Marvel movies on DVD. Like, I don't necessarily have to go to the app to look at things that I already have. True. I don't got Narcos on DVD. <laughs> I 
I just started watching Narcos Mexico the other day too. I I watched the first episode, which I you know you gotta have it in your head. You gotta you gotta gotta mentally be prepared to know that you're about to read subtitles for the next. That's the tough thing about Narcos, like, because I'm such so bad about watching stuff and doing other stuff, like, on my phone or just doing other things. Um, Narcos, you, like, you got to look at the TV. Yeah, so you're going to miss everything. You cannot look at the TV because you got to look at the TV. Yeah. That forces you to actually, like, be in the programming. Did which is sit down and focus. That's probably smart of them to do. Because they could have easily done this and just done it in English. They didn't have to do it in Spanish. And it could still watch. Yeah, you have to you have to be invested. You have to watch. You have to pay attention. I just again, it's a you gotta focus. So just like you said, you got I gotta mentally prepare. I gotta put my phone down. <laughs> gotta not be doing eighteen other things. Like I'm just like you. I'm a. I could be watching something and playing on my phone and still get the show and still know what's going on. But you can't do that with Narcos. So one thing we were gonna touch on at the end as we wind this episode down is uh, we all just seen Creed this week. So, we're going to go ahead and spoil the shit out of it, because it's been out long enough if people have not seen it, and they're listening to this, then, oh well. Um, well spoiler alert! <laughs> um, it's in the title. There will be spoilers. So, what did you think about Creed 2? What were your thoughts? I, I enjoyed it. However, it was uh, very predictable. Um, I... I yeah, that's, just, that's about it. I don't even need to get into a deep dive on it. It's, you know, it's it's if you saw the first one, you know how the second one goes without watching it. That's not, not to say it isn't good, but you can I could you could take a guess on watching the trailer and go, yeah, I know what Creed Two is all about, and you'll be right. Yeah, you you will be, and I feel like it felt different. Like I felt like you could tell Ryan Coogler. You could feel the difference in the, in the yes, two. Yes, you felt the absence. Um, I feel like the first one was about Creed. This second one, to me, felt more of a Rocky movie. Like, I just felt like it was just more... Integrated, should you say? I guess integrated, I colonized, call it what you no, want. I'm, no, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> but It just felt more like it was just more of... It was more about, like... Obviously, I feel like this was a Rocky movie with Creed in the background to me. Like, I just feel like there was more Rocky. 100%. Creed. 100%. And they did a bad job of trying to tie it back into something that didn't have to even... You're, okay, case in point. You're right. It was it was a Rocky movie with Creed in the background, but it wasn't even Adonis Creed in the background. Yeah. It was Apollo. Because it kept making it about, like, he killed your father and your father this. And there was always a, 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 a Apollo in the background picture or story or a video. or You know what I mean? So it wasn't even Donnie's story. It was him trying to write, quote, unquote, write his own legacy. But the write his own legacy meant that you had to focus on yeah, the Drago, exactly Rocky legacy. Yeah. Like, and, and to me, I almost feel like that kind of almost put me off a little bit. The fact, I mean, I get why the fight ended up in Russia. But once again, you lose the first fight at home like your dad did when your dad died. But then you go to losing and getting absolutely smoked. That was kid, the boy, he got smoked. Yeah, he almost died. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the kid was like, in, 
He was in the hospital with a grade three concussion. Them grade three concussions is like real brain damage. Ruptured kidney, broken, yes. broken yeah. ribs. And then we came to Russia, and you you do what Rocky did. Like you you essentially solidified to me Rocky's, you know, legacy more so than even his dad's. Like because he just defeated what Rocky did. It felt like a Rocky send off, which it was because we all, if you know, if you don't know. Sylvester Stallone said that was the last time he's going to do anything for any Rocky Creed uh, storyline. But it felt like a Rocky send-off. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. And I mean, you know there's not going to be, like, I don't see a Creed 3 coming. I don't want to watch a Creed yeah, 3. Yeah, I don't. don't. Like, <laughs> I love Michael B. Jordan, and I want him to win, but... I don't. Where do you go from this at this point? Yeah. Like, there's no... So it felt way more like a Rocky send-off. Than a Creed sequel. Yeah. yeah, I think we've lost the the possibility for a trilogy. Like, if this could have been a trilogy, that's gone. Like, I, I we, yeah. we don't need it. And um, to be perfectly honest, I don't want to see a Creed without Rocky in it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, the, I want the connection. I don't want it to be a Rocky movie, but yeah. I still want the connection of like. Rocky training his best friend's son and you know what I mean? Like I still need that part of it. But yeah, I don't want to see a creed without Rocky. <laughs> you know what I love about I see, What if I try to see Wood Harris as his trainer? Yeah. <laughs> I rock. So that's what I'm I saying. rock with Ace, man. That's Ace. I rock with him, but like, come on, I wanna good. I want to see Avon coaching Wallace to box. <laughs> yeah, like I'm good. I'm good. You can keep that. I need Rocky with the slow day kid, the slow talking Bobby. I need that. I don't need, I don't need your kid. I'm not, I'm good. Yeah, that's really all I kept thinking. I'm about to say, yo, you had him killed when he was little. So. Yeah, and he almost had him killed in the movie. Throw the towel, B. Nah, he gonna shrug his shoulders and test him like, the kid don't want to come out. Man, if you don't, you don't throw that damn towel. <laughs> He got one eye and, and standing up halfway because he got a broken rib. You look here, go ahead and finish that. Man. So that's another thing. Like, I don't. And we went back and rewatched the first Creed after watching Creed 2. And Tessa Thompson's Philly girl thing is just so unlike. It's ain't, it ain't real. It, yeah, it, like, you really? I've been up north. I know what the Philly girls are. You, nah. Yeah. It was. Nah, even if you don't know what any like if you don't know anybody from Philly, just listening to her talk and say those things, you just felt out of place. Right. Like you just like you don't this wouldn't come out your mouth. The best part of Creed Two is they went to the best cheese steak spot in Philly. In the movie. I mean I'm biased. I don't feel like the best cheese steaks in Northeast or even in Philly. I feel like they're in Jersey, but okay. Then that means you ain't never been to Maxis before. I have. But I still oh, like, that's, like the channels is better, but you know, that's just me. <laughs> Uh, podcasters, we, it's been real. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I am Mo Ruffins. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I am I am logging off because this crazy lady said she been to Maxis and that was not even a, a an emotion after that. She just shrugged that shit off. Oh, okay. Okay. You been to Ishkabibbles too? No, I haven't. Hey, what's up with you, man? So you've been to Geno's and Pats is what you're trying to say. That's your favorite. No, I just said Gatano's in Jersey. Who? Gatano's in New Jersey. And Willowboro, shout out to I should hit you with the same shrug that you just hit me with. They're good. <laughs> they ain't Max's. First off, the cheesesteaks ain't as big. If you want a cheesesteak, you I'm give me that. I need a I need a whole house. Put the whole house on the on the bread. 
You know what I'm saying? Y'all brain isn't soft as Max's either. Uh, yo, you know what? Total side note, we're gonna take a road trip. Like, <laughs> what's up? Don't tell me twice. <laughs> you, 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 as long as you know me, you know I travel. <laughs> what's up? You ain't gotta tell me twice. I'm <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. So that's 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 gonna be that's gonna be planned out for like the summer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we have a Patreon, Asperger's.com, so you can <laughs> this little quest to prove who has the best cheese sticks. <laughs> oh, please, please, please do. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so Tessa Thompson as well, because this is my feeling also watching this. Like, I like Tessa Thompson. Sure I love her. I want her to succeed because I am going to support, you know, black women doing your thing. But I am ready to see Tessa Thompson play a lead in a movie and shine. Like, I feel like Creed, it was the back burner. We get that kind of airy-voiced Tessa Thompson. She was a lead in the movie and she shined. It just wasn't a major, it wasn't a major release. I don't feel like we've seen her, I don't feel like we have gotten her best. And I'm saying this as a I want and I think she has the ability to deliver more. I don't think we've seen Tessa Thompson really do her damn thing. Like I don't feel like I ain't seen it. I loved her in Dear White People. You know what? I didn't watch Dear White People. <gasps> I didn't That's watch why, her. She was like, why she was, you yeah. don't feel that way because you haven't seen Dear White People. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go watch Dear White People. I'm dead serious. That was, she was the 100% lead in that movie, and she was in a full black girl power, uh, uh, black girl magic mode. Okay. All 100%. Right. You ain't seen Dear White People. But again, Dear White People wasn't like the major theatrical release. Yeah. It was like theaters. But I'm with you. But if you watch Dear White People, I think you would change your Okay. All right. So, because it's like we're getting ready to see her in all, and I feel like she's becoming Hollywood's go-to light-skinned black girl. 100%. She's supposed to be in the New Avengers. You know, she's she's about to get her starring starring role on in that new Men in Black. So that's yeah. gonna be her first. I think that's gonna be her first major. She's been in other major motion pictures, obviously, but that's gonna be her first major movie release as the main character. Elite, yeah. So that's gonna be interesting to see. I want that to do well just because I love Men in Black. But yeah, I didn't know how to feel about that. Oh, I, I saw, I heard, I heard the rumors and saw the trailer, and I was just like, "Hmm." There's a trailer for it. No, I'm just saying, like, so they, they, they were not the trailer, like an interview on it. Oh. But, like I just and I saw the background and I saw them, like their social medias and them filming. I was like, I don't know how to feel about this one. Yeah. Like I am a big fan of remakes just because I like to see someone else put their spin on quote unquote classics and movies that might be good or TV shows or whatever. But you gotta come with it. And I don't know where they're gonna go with this one. So I this is supposed to be a remake of the first one? Uh I think it's, it's supposed to be a standalone. Like they're they're, they're uh, rebooting it. Yeah. That's what they said. They're like rebooting the Men in Black franchise and it's gonna be like its own storyline and they're gonna you know, movies that reboot, but they still pay, you know, homage to, like, the other movies somehow. But I, yeah, I, I don't know where they're going to go with this. So, just kind of wrap up the, the Creed talk, because this is, like, my last, like, point on this movie. There was a missed opportunity in this movie with the music. 
So I feel like if you're going to come out to Icon, they should have had the, the Will Smith remix version of Icon at that point. No, hell no. What? Hell no. The you going to tone this entrance of a boxing championship match? Absolutely not. What? Like the whole thing of this was you're supposed to be doing your, you know, reclaiming, going back fighting for your dad and stuff like that. vehemently disagree with that. That Icon original beat, now listen, I ain't even gonna lie to you, probably the hardest part in the movie. Like the lights, it was. the light show in it, and then the beat drop. Oh my goodness. It, it really was. I was like, in the movie with the head bop, brown, nothing but white people, you know, no offense white uh, fans, but you know, I'm a, I'm a tall ass, big black dude, and I'm over here like, oh shit, I got Jaden rocking. And everybody else is still, and I'm over here beating in the seat like, huh, just a high call lip? I'm like, yo, this is hard right now. And then, all bad. Yeah, it was downhill after that moment. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty downhill. <laughs> but I was rocking at that point. That was, it was tough. You know, that was like one of the best entrances, like, for something. And I feel like it was such a short... I feel like there should have been more. Like, I wanted more out of that that scene. Like, I don't know. I just wanted more out of it. Just I don't know. I watched a real-life boxing match last night, and Deontay Wilder had a really tough intro last night. He had a light show, too, and he came out looking like uh, a Game of Thrones character. And, oh, listen. You, you can see. you. I'm sure you can YouTube it. Just YouTube Deontay Wilder's intro. And he had J-Rock come out and perform win, which is... Uh, sports. This is the current sports good song to play. I mean, you want to win. Win, 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 win. J-Rock was actually performing it. Oh, God, you mean the one from 2K? Yeah, yep. <laughs> so J-Rock was actually performing it. He came out with, like, this, like, long cape on with, like, feathers around the neck and, like, the, the, the shredder mask with, like, a gold, this gold shredder mask and a gold, like, Game of Thrones crown on his head. It's a pretty dope intro. Not even a lot. <laughs> Alright. So I'm sure I'm sure it's on YouTube. But I'm a, I'll look it up and see if I could because it was on pay-per-view last night, but I don't know if anybody recorded it. I'm sure somebody might have been like, this is dope enough to record and put it on social media. But it was it's a pretty good intro. But I don't know, still wouldn't touch on Michael B. Jordan because that's that's that was hard. It's cool. Another tangent, like I'm most, I was happy for Jaden in that moment because I've always thought Jaden was really talented. Uh-huh. I've listened to him for years. And when that icon dropped, now everybody heard him, and I was just like, "Yeah, bro, Jaden been doing this for years." That icon was just hard, hard. Yeah, I like Jaden. Yeah. Um, Armani put me onto that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, good Jayden job. For a while now, so I'm glad. I'm glad he's getting the the uh, the, the recognition. He's a talented kid. Also on Jaden, his uh that anime that he has is coming to Netflix I believe this week or next week if not today the, the second season um Neo Yokio or something like that yeah mm-hmm. I think it's like Neo Yokio Pink Christmas or something like that oh the Christmas special okay yeah that's coming I think this week if, it might have dropped today Netflix I put out a thing because like all the Fridays are coming to Netflix um I believe those drop today or tomorrow um but yeah, Netflix Black put out a thing of all the stuff coming to Netflix this month. And that was like within that first week. So, yeah. Anybody else got anything else? Mm. Um, no. All right. Well, then. <laughs> you can, uh, wherever you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on Apple, if you have an Apple podcast app on your phone, take a minute 
hit a rating, leave a comment, leave some feedback, let us know what you think about the episodes. You can follow in on this conversation using the hashtag BlurredPod on Twitter. Uh, you know, we'll obviously once we get closer to Game of Thrones and we'll throne. What is it? What is the hashtag this year for Game of Thrones? It's not them thrones still. No, we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's for the throne is the HBO official hashtag is oh. for the throne um, this year to follow on Game of Thrones conversations. Again, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Leave feedback. Tell us what you think. Your thoughts on these first three episodes and then next week. We will go through episodes probably, what, four, five, six? Four, five, six. Four, five, six. So until then, take care of yourselves and be good to each other. Yeah, please do that.